0: and welcome into The Clingers of Spoken. I'm Joel Klinger, alongside me through Zoom is my brother, Michael. We just watched episode six of Survivor 43, uh, the mergatory episode of Survivor 43, uh, and we're going to talk about it. Uh, Michael, how are you thinking? How are you feeling? Feeling
1: good, man. Uh, Just watched Survivor, so, you know, can't be doing too bad. Uh, Crazy times, busy, busy week. Uh, we got to have you out to our new spot so you can see our new place, but, uh, got some work to do before we're able to move in there. So got a lot of school stuff going on, but it's, it's good to get away and watch Survivor
0: for an hour and chillax and chat about it with you. Yeah, man. Um, I just finished the episode. I feel like this was a great episode of Survivor. Um, the first, the first note for me. Um the editors kinda went ham today. They they really they really laid it on thick. Um on a couple spots. First off, walking up to the merge, there were those slow motion gimbal shots of them just walking. How did we feel about those? Very, very cinematic looking shots.
1: When did that happen?
0: So like when they were walking to the merge, like I had to skip through like twenty seconds of it, but they were just like super steady. Like four times slow motion, just like walking up to it with like really defocused background. I don't know. Did you know? Did you even notice that?
1: No, I was eating Chick Fil A during it, so my eyes were not always on the TV.
0: Well, it was just kind of. It was the more. It was like the epic shots or whatever. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it, but it was cool looking at least. But they were just walking to the challenge, but they felt the need to make 20 seconds of that that um and then owen's uh confessional um when they when they put all the cryons when they when he said i wish that i could see the cryon of like what everyone has and then they just tacked them all on there and he actually knew about most of them which is pretty impressive um but i thought that was really funny and honestly pretty warranted in today's survivor so that we can understand everything that's going on you know So I thought that was I thought that was both funny and educational. Um.
1: Yeah, I mean, it should be common. You'd think it's basically common knowledge at this point for the players of what advantages and idols everybody has. I mean, you think words gonna get around them? They're like somebody's gonna be like, "Oh, who did the beads at your tribe?" Like, and they're gonna be like, "What do you mean, who did the beads?" They're like, "Did anybody ever ask you for the your unique bead?" And they'll be like yeah, it's like, okay, that person has an idol, you know? so it should be really easy to figure out who has what. I thought that was, I did think that was fun. It's a good, always good. They've been doing better at this uh, since like they've been, or at least since 41, 42, 43 of keeping us updated on who has what refreshing us like at the merge, like these are all the things. And what I liked in 41 and 42, and I hope that they kind of keep this going is that like, Basically, pre-merge is for getting advantages. Post-merge is for using these advantages. Like, there's right. not a ton of things coming back into the game or into the game for the first time. I know that they teased next episode the uh, the advantage in the game that's like under the shelter or something like that. But you know, that's still really early on. Still, twelve people left. So, yeah, I, I think it was a, it was a fun scene watching him, you know, explain who has what. And uh, I don't think Carla's is going to remain a secret for too much longer.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was very interesting. Like, watching Noel, like, it seemed like Noel and Dwight's beads thing wasn't even prompted. Right? Like, they were just like, oh, Cody, man. I love Cody. He's so great. Like, he he, he did this great thing where we, he went and got the beads of everybody and put on, like, a hat or whatever. It was sick. <laughs> and it's like, man, you have no clue. You have no clue what information you just gave them and that you don't even have yourself, which is a crazy thing to say.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know the editors had to put that in to make it production look good and like, oh, it worked. It's like it, it worked, I guess, but, you know, Noel and Dwight, as soon as they talk to basically two more people after that, they're going to quickly find out that Cody has an idol.
0: Well, I mean, so didn't Carla get the idol for the other one, right? And yeah. so far, has Carla even told anybody that she has an idol? I don't no. think she's told anyone. No, she so, hadn't told anybody. So if she's able to just, like, hold that to herself, I don't know how anyone would know that she would have an idol. Um, and then it didn't seem like Ellie or Janine Je- really told them. Uh, maybe Janine will tell them now. Yeah, uh, I mean... but. Everybody
1: from BACA knows about it. So the fact that everybody from BACA knows about it, you know, and there's at least half the people from Vessi know about it, and Carla knows about it, I would think word's going to spread about that pretty quickly.
0: Yeah. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. I feel like once Carla knows, everybody will know. If I were Janine, I would just straight up tell him now, you know, Like you gotta, you gotta find some rift somewhere, you know? Um, but yeah, I thought that was interesting. Uh, another note, small note. I thought it was funny that Sammy, the 19 year old, when everyone arrived on shore was the one that said, Hey, everybody, B Y O B, uh, let's do a thing. And I was like, bro, you, you can't even drink. Like you're not even of the legal age. Yeah, you
1: know? I I thought that would have been interesting at the merge feast if he had been there and Carla's like, <laughs> "Who wants beer?" and he's like, "He's not allowed to drink it."
0: Right. You know yeah. like is is he allowed to If he to? said yeah, like would they just be like, "What no, pr- no. production?"
1: <laughs> I feel like production would have told him like before like, "Hey Sammy, we know your situation. We don't want to blow your spot up. Just make up a lie about why you can't drink." Or something like that, because, like, they're literally not allowed, even though that they're on foreign soil. Um, Yeah, I I think that would have been a fun scene, but I think it was fun still. I mean, uh, nobody got super drunk at the Merge Feast, which uh, is good for them um, and less fun for the television viewers. But it's okay.
0: Hey, I mean, because I, Gabler was the one that brought it up, and I was like, man, are we going to have another, like, situation where, like, an old guy goes too hard on, like, the beat or the the beer and just, like, has, like, gets medevaced out of the game? Gabe,
1: Gabler doesn't, he doesn't
0: need alcohol
1: to be pretty bad at playing Survivor, so, <laughs> you know.
0: All right, all let's, good. let's dive right into that one, right? That's the main conflict of the whole episode. Gabler just immediately, he's safe. He's like, "Uh, yeah, I don't trust Ellie. After everyone says, I like my tribe. Like, I like my people. And then he just says, I just don't trust Ellie. But here's the thing. (laughs) Well, the funny
1: thing was, the first thing he said was, they're all going around like, who do you not want to go? And he's like, I don't want Sammy or Owen to go. And then Janine goes, I don't want Ellie to go. So that was like blatantly obvious. So the fact after that that he then said... He wanted Ellie out. That was he didn't even really have to say that part.
0: Right. But like everybody's dogging on Gabler for being bad at the game, right? Gabler's good at the game. Like I I side with Gabler. Like when Gabler was like, I don't trust Ellie at all. She's not she's not sharing with me. So I know that even if we make it to like the final five, I'm not gonna win. Just straight up. It's not like like She's not a real alliance member. She's tagging me along. And that wouldn't fly with me. I I like I side with Gabler. I don't I don't want him on the tribe. I don't want her on the tribe, you know?
1: Yeah, but I think that there's probably a way to go about that that is better than just throwing a name from your own tribe out at the merge feast. I mean, I think that there's a better way to go about that. Than than just doing jumping into it like that. I mean, I think he could have waited till things were on camp, and then he's just saying, "Hey, I want Sammy and Owen to stay," and then like kind of be diplomatic about it. Like, if Ellie needs to go, I'm okay with that. Like, so so people are feeling like, okay, we can compromise here, and we can get rid of Ellie. That's what a lot of merge votes are, anyways. But the fact that he was openly campaigning to get rid of her.
0: I didn't I just didn't think that was like a great move. Well, he wasn't like openly campaigning. He was just like, I mean, if I had if we were gonna like if everybody here is saying like if we're gonna keep the people that we're with, I would be willing to like lose her. You know? Like, I don't think I mean he obviously said he didn't want her, but it's not like he was like going around like we gotta get Ellie, we gotta get Ellie, we gotta get Ellie. He was just like, I don't trust her. I don't want her around. She went through my back. That's just straight up. Like, and, and my favorite part of the whole episode was Ellie saying in a confessional, she's like, I can't believe that Gaber would do this. Like, like, what the heck? You know, I thought like all this stuff. And the only thing that came to my mind was the meme that's like, well, if it isn't the consequences of my own actions, you know? Like, she walks around and she tries to bring Gabler along and act like he's a dummy and, like, not not confide in him about things and just kind of bring him along and act like he's going to be a dummy mute person that's just in your thing. And you're going to go through his bag and you're going to lie to him and you're not going to tell him about the idol. Like, what do you think is going to happen? You know, like, you can't just you can't just say, all right, you're my number. Just do, a, do whatever we do. And then when I'll cut you, we'll cut you. Like, that's that's an insane thing to do. And, like, I am I'm going on a rant right now. And I am just so sick of therapists going on this stupid show and being like, I know how to work with people. And then being horrible at working with people. Like, this is embarrassing for us as, like, an occupation, as a group of citizens in the world. I, I put me on the show I will do better I'm not even a therapist I'm a student I will do better than these people like this is sad
1: yeah um, I think it was like the f- opening scene of the episode Ellie is basically bragging about how well she's doing at the game and how her social game is even better than she thought which she already thought it was going to be good she says but it's, even, it's going even better than she thought I turned to Madeline and I said, that kind of sounds like famous last words to me. <laughs> and so, when they were going to Tribal, I was like, I feel like this whole episode has been set up for Ellie to go home, and it was. And I think like... You were right. I think last week I said either Ellie or Janine would be a prime merge vote. I believe that that those are words I uttered on the podcast last week. So, I'll just I'll just go ahead and claim that, but... Uh, yeah, I, I was not, uh, I was not surprised by the outcome. Um, I think we had kind of pontificated about what could happen at the merge and yellow just completely folding was totally on the table. And that's yeah. what happened. Those people don't really like each other. Like, I feel like with Coco, like Ryan is kind of up for whatever. And with Vessi, I do feel like those four people are together even though yep. there was some weird votes tonight, like Noel voted for Cassidy and it, I just didn't, I didn't get why four different people got votes tonight. I would like to hear some explanation for that and I probably will hear one this week o- online somewhere, but I don't know. I, I'm, I think Ellie got what she had coming to her and see ya. I was not sad about it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, How about Sammy not catching a single vote as like a pretty fit guy in the chaotic tribe? I was kind of surprised that he wasn't on the table like at all. You know, even Owen got a vote.
1: Yeah. One thing that I thought was weird about this episode is when they've done it in the past like this where it's like earn the merge – It's the people that haven't, if I'm remembering this correctly, the people that haven't made it, when the hourglass is flipped, then those six people have an individual community or individual immunity challenge. And that's not what happened on the episode tonight. Yeah, no individual immunity. It really was like a prime time to get rid of a challenge threat. But I think like the first vote, after the merge is so chaotic because you, especially when there's, there hasn't been any tribe swaps. Like you literally don't know any of these people. You have no idea who's with you and who's not. And I think that like, ultimately that's one, like as much as Gabler sank Ellie's game, the way that she was so clearly trying to play, uh, she was trying to play the blue tribe. So transparently, right. like she's telling the red tribe they're voting the blue tribe. She's telling the blue tribe that they're voting the red tribe, and she's not really bringing any nuance to it. Like she's just saying, like, well, it's us against them to both groups. I mean, she, you don't think that those tribes are also going to talk about what you're telling them, and they're talking to each other like we need to get the yellow tribe out. Like to think that y- you're the only person thinking about the game in that way is is. Uh, Illogical, and unreasonable.
0: Right. It takes one person who's just like, I don't care about anything. I'm just going to tell everyone all the information I have. It takes one Ryan who apparently has no loyalties anymore, he's just walking around, walking into conversations, just like hanging out with Janine when Gabler just straight up says she has an immunity idol. He's walking around. He's walking through uh, the red tribe talking to each other, talking about how, and he's like, oh, what's happening now? And they're like, oh, they were saying that they were going to get James or Cassidy, but we're not going to do that. And then immediately walks to the blue tribe and says, oh, yeah, Ellie put James and Cassidy. And it's like, it just takes one person like that. It takes one person to have one conversation, you're you're done, you know?
1: Yeah, Ryan is the bee, like, cross-pollinating all of the flowers. (laughs) Just take a little bit from here, take it over there, take their stuff, take it over there. And he's just going around and around, making sure that everybody has the right info so that they can make the best decision. And, I mean, honestly, I thought it was, like, pretty good strategy. Obviously long term telling everyone everything you're hearing is not great strategy, but short term you have no alliances, it's a great way to like end up in the majority no matter what happens just by yeah. going around and, and taking whatever you're hearing to the next
0: the next people. I could totally see Ryan skating through to five or even Final Tribal at this point because like it doesn't feel like anyone's with him, but no one's like against him you know like it's just he's just kind of there
1: yeah and i think he could definitely make it to the end cuz he'll he'll try to do something sketchy and strategic and it won't work and, and then he'll be like at, oh he can't at, win <laughs> once that happens just like you know like xander like he was he thought he was being strategic but like they had all written him off like angelina david versus goliath she she was trying to be like this strategic sneaky player and uh, she just completely you know peed the bed and everybody was like oh I guess she can't win so we might as well not worry about voting her out right now like with Xander it was like he could have won every single immunity challenge he wasn't going to win the game so if you look too foolish too early uh, you just you you basically lose your chance at the game and people want to keep you around I could definitely see Ryan being that person.
0: Yeah, which is crazy because it's again, it's this physical threat, right? Like two seasons ago, it was Xander. Last season, it was Jonathan. Both made the final three. Both were just kind of like, no, they're not going to win. They didn't play a good enough game, (laughs) a good enough strategic game. And it's like, if Ryan makes the end, I mean, people could just say, Oh yeah, he, he he wanted to like team up at the merge. Like what an idiot. Like what are we thinking? What's he thinking? Like openly saying that at the merge feast. Like and and I don't think that's a horrible play. It's just not they're not buying it, right? So it's like he could just actually play the game well and make it to the end and not get a single vote.
1: That was hilarious when he was just like at the merge feast was just like, Hey, us, final seven <laughs> What do you think? It's like, that's what happens on a reward, like, when there's, like, like eight people left and there's four of you on the reward, and you're like, so what do you think? Is it going to be us four? You know, it. yeah. I was not impressed. Like, I thought Ellie, Gabler, and Ryan all looked pretty bad at Survivor tonight. Um, Janine Janine did, too. I... I didn't get why she she looked so shocked when Ellie got voted out. <laughs> I mean, I know that she said she was going to give Ellie her idol and I think that she meant that. I think she just legitimately know, did, she just legitimately didn't think Ellie was in trouble, I don't think.
0: I feel like you you say, "Hey, I'll play my idol if if I if I'm scared that you're going to go home. If I think that you're going to go home." And then whatever happens, you just have to be like, if, if it does get happened, you have to be like, I had no idea. Even if you you thought there was, like, a 50% chance they were going home just so you kept your idol for yourself. You know, like, I don't really buy that she was willing to give it up. She probably thought there was, like, a 50% chance that she was going home and just did it play it. Like, because I, I, you can't just be, like, cold shoulder about it. You just have to act, like, so you don't look like a terrible person. Um, yeah yeah, that's what I think
1: I I also think playing an idol for somebody at the merge vote is probably it's going to bring attention on you that you don't want like it's like yeah it's going to keep you but like if that's happening you're already in the minority it's going to get you it's going to get Ellie farther in the game but it's probably not going to get you any farther in the game because now you're going to be the threatening player and Ellie's going to be the GOAT that you saved. So now votes are going to be coming for you before they come for Ellie at that point, And you're not going to have an idol to protect yourself. So if you're going to be in the minority anyways, um, yeah, I don't I don't think it would even be a smart move to play it. I still think that she didn't think Ellie was going home or she would have played it. But that's just me saying what I think about Janine and Ellie's level of strategy it's just not there I've been pleasantly surprised at the amount of not great players they have on this season because I feel like the level of gameplay on 42 especially was so high Yeah. and like there really wasn't enough players to show like that there's a difference between like being good at Survivor being bad at Survivor on 42, I legitimately thought, like, everybody got what was going on, even the people that go to, got voted out early, like Zach Wurtenberger and Swati. Like, I thought that they were, like, totally locked in and, like, had what it took to be around for a while. Like, yeah. 41, there was a few players that I was like, and eh, like Brad. Like, he, he was kind of more like Gabler is and not right. really – Not really like sneaky enough, uh, wanting to play strategically, thinking that he is, but actually being really transparent. And so I've been pleasantly surprised this season by like the mix of, of strategy and the mix of players that we've seen.
0: Right. Like it's kind of like, it's like you're playing chess, but last season I felt like there were not any pawns. Right. It was just kind of like everybody just kind of moved around the board a different way. And it was just whoever was left at the end won. you know, uh, this time it's like, okay, well we're going to have to navigate around like Gabler, but like, how can we use Gabler in an effective way? That's not going to bite us in the end. Right. So like I, which is a good question. I don't know how you do that. Um, but not how Ellie was doing it for sure. Um, yeah I think that's super interesting but I don't I wouldn't say I also wouldn't say the gameplay's been bad I wouldn't say that like it's been you know Geo was completely blind and cocky right Ryan doesn't seem super with it he doesn't seem super socially aware Um, Gabler is a middle-aged heart doctor let's just leave it at that Um, and you know that's what's going to happen when you send those people out there james i really like james i don't think james is like superb at this game you know but he's connecting enough and he's doing pretty well um and we'll see where it goes but like sammy seems to be pretty well connected well versed in the game and carla i would say carla is the queen in chess she seems to be the most versatile and able to do the most things and operate well that would be my take
1: yeah, I agree. I think, you know, there's there's a level of strategy that you need to have to play with other people who are strategizing like you. And I think in season 42, that's one thing that we saw is these people who are playing with other players who are thinking about the game on the level that they're thinking of. That's actually, in some ways, easier to navigate versus... Like you said, the Gabler situation. I was telling Madeline at the end of the episode, I was like, if I'm Sammy and Owen, I'm wanting to I'm I'm wanting to distance myself from Gabler at this point. Cause if I'm Sammy and Owen, I'm thinking, How about we just get rid of Gabler next, not maybe like force him out, but like use that as a bargaining chip to get in with somebody of, hey, we're willing to give you Gabler if we didn't get in like Ryan, he's a loose, he's, he's a loose piece at this point. Janine is a loose piece, but Janine, I feel like is somebody that they could pull in if Gabler has gone. So then you've got four people. Now you can sort of move and shake a little bit. And so I wouldn't be surprised uh, to see them kind of distance themselves from Gabler. That's what I would want to do moving forward. Um, Just because, like, you can't work with somebody who when you – you can't – like, it's so much harder, especially in today's Survivor, to work with someone who you can't tell what the plan is until right before you go because it keeps spinning and moving. And people are going to be going to that person and grilling them about who they're going to vote for, and they're going to be giving out the wrong information that you told them because you didn't want to give them the right information, and that's going to make things way more complicated
0: so and, I think I think that's could be an interesting thing moving forward. And anything you withhold from them, anything at all could be told to them by someone else. You know? Any conversation you have with another person, if the other person thinks it's to their advantage to just say what you just said to Gabler, you're toast. Right? So yeah. It's like it's just it's it's such like a, a chaotic thing. And um I think that's I think that's why Survivor's good, right? You know, like, this this whole thing is chaos. But I'll tell you what, they could have cut their losses. Where Ellie got eliminated in this season was in the first episode. When she said, no, no, don't play your role to die. Don't play your shot in the dark. We're going to vote out Mariah instead. What are we doing here? You know, we talked about it that episode. We were like, why would you even keep Gabler? If he's saying, that's fine, I won't vote. I'll play my shot in the dark. You say, okay. <laughs> right? Like, what are we doing here? You know, like, what did you think? this That he was just going to turn around and be like a completely normal player after he said those words? Right?
1: Yeah. So, the strategy uh, in the Three Tribes format versus the 2-tribe format. People are so much more concerned with challenge strength and if you're in the majority that that still shouldn't matter. They're merging at 13 people. You're probably still going to eke one challenge out at some point in there. You really don't have to be that strong. If you're in the majority of your six, even if you get down to two, odds are you're going to be fine, and then you're going to go into the merge, and you're not going to be a threat, and you're going to be able to make your way all the way to the end, like Malcolm and Denise in Philippines. Like, that is something that you can do. I get it. Like, your odds of winning go down the more tribal councils you go to. Like, the higher odds you're going to get voted out. But it's not the worst strategy. If if I'm not the challenge beast on my tribe... I shouldn't be pushing tribe strength, you know, like, eh, like I'm, I'm more like, who do I want to work with? Who do I want to play with? And, uh, because like Sammy and Owen have been clearly playing both sides of Baca this whole time. And if they had just like, if she had just decided that she wanted to vote out Gabler the first time around, this whole situation—they could have been a strong four, or even a strong five going in, exactly. And, or, or even a strong three would be better than a completely shattered five, like a complete, right. tr- a hot mess of a five.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And even if she wanted to, she could just say, "All right, we're we're the three girls. Even if we lose all the challenges, we're going to make it. You're in the majority, regardless, right? Like, who cares? Who cares? And it's just like that was just an insane move to me. And looking back. Just it's been a series of unfortunate events ever since, you know. Like you don't look through somebody's bag on your mini tribe, right? You know what they have. Who cares? Like it's just that's insane to me. Um, small note. Did you see Ryan in the freaking challenge? I mean, what the heck, dude? He hung upside down. Do you remember oh, that?
1: Oh yeah, dude. Just went in, Just went into full Spider Man mode.
0: Yeah, that was crazy.
1: Like, that was really impressive. Well, I was telling Madeline when I saw that ramp thing and she's got, like, a busted hand, I'm like, I don't even know if Carla's going to be able to get up there. Like, holding on with one hand is going to hurt, like, the dickens. And I was like, she's already someone who would not be naturally good at getting to the top of that thing. And so I hope that she doesn't have HIV and that none of them have an open (laughs) cut. But honestly, I bet that they, they probably, like, test for that before you go out yeah. there just because of, like, the likelihood of you getting bloody at some point and being right. in such close proximity to other people. So I wouldn't be surprised if they test for that before they send yeah. anybody out there.
0: Yeah, yeah, probably. Um, yeah. Not that I would
1: assume she's someone that has HIV, but that's just one thing I thought of, You're, you know, when there's –
0: Blood yeah, getting everywhere. Well, I was I was more worried about like her getting that infected because that seems like a thing that could very that, easily happen.
1: That's yeah, that's way
0: more likely than my scenario. Um anything else on this episode of Survivor? Uh I
1: we didn't get much Jesse, which I thought right. was weird. Yeah. I thought he was someone that we would be seeing a lot of. We didn't get a lot of Carla, did we? I mean I didn't feel like I think
0: K- well, I think we got plenty of Carla when it was necessary. They definitely focused on her bloody hand in the challenge. And then she was mentioned, like she did have some shine in in the scrambling, more so than like I would think. Maybe I've just, my, my Carla receptors are higher than everyone else's, but I don't know.
1: Like it was a heavy Ellie episode, but she got voted out. Right. I thought that Cassidy got some run in the episode tonight she got a few confessionals
0: so that makes sense right
1: but like was it on the block in actuality
0: i mean it was either gonna be her or james and i guess they just picked james but i mean you know well yeah it was was gonna be like her
1: james or cody or ellie i don't even know it was so weird there was what six people eligible to get voted out four of them got votes Mm-hmm. I mean, come on!
0: What a vote split, crazy. Um, yeah. Next week, so we're gonna see like the the hidden power, idol, whatever it is underneath the, the bed. What do you expect there? Any any, any crazy things?
1: Yeah. I don't know what the hidden... did. They didn't say it's an idol. Did They They just said
0: it's a hidden no, power. No, just a great power. Yeah, like uh, the... And it looked like somebody was like, oh, they found something, and Ryan was like, wait, what? What do you mean? So I thought it was going to be like an everybody knows about this kind of thing, but maybe it's like, I don't know. I don't know what it's going to be like.
1: Yeah, and, and, and maybe the thing is, like they might have meant for it to be hidden in plain sight, and then it was just somebody found... Just found and snagged so quickly that like some people probably never saw. I mean, saw. I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, yeah, but you know, I'm just glad to be in, in post merge survivor. We're getting past like the fluff and this, the sentiment and we're getting down to the nitty gritty and seeing like, I feel like we know pretty much all the characters at this point, which is rare. You know, I think normally yeah. there's, you know, forty-one, I, you, like you're like I don't really get Heather's deal. Right, I feel like all. she was a person that we we really didn't see pre-merge, and at the merge, it was kind of like we still don't really know her. Forty-two, yeah. I'm not not really remembering um,
0: anyone in particular that we didn't know very well, but we're not like super glued in with like Dwight or like Cassidy. Um, yeah, but I'm sure we'll get more like like uh, montages in the next few episodes.
1: Yeah, Dwight, um, he's been pretty purple this season. Um, yeah. Granted, I guess they haven't been to Tribal Council in a while, and he he got like the first time they went to Tribal Council, they made a big deal about him and Jesse's relationship. But since then, we haven't really seen too much of him, so. It's I don't I don't really have a read on like who I think is gonna win. I mean, other than maybe Carla, but to me, Carla would be exactly the person I would view as a threat. And I don't see Carla as someone who's gonna be able to win her way into the end. And so if you're a threat but you can't win your way into the end, I don't really know how you win. So yeah. I don't know I don't I couldn't even pick a winner at this point. I don't even remember who I have said is gonna gonna win. I think you said Jesse, right? Jesse, okay. Um, I mean that would be cool. Uh that would be really cool because I will soon be the owner of a signed uh Vessi buff by
0: Jesse. So pending Johnny Fairplay uh sending that to you.
1: Well, me and Johnny were texting this week and it's in the mail. So Okay, cool. So, yeah, you know, I we, we 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 text a little bit, you know, what's your address? You know, Buffs are signed. You know, I sent him back a GIF that he he loved uh with the with the iMessage reaction. So, I mean, you could you could say that me and Johnny Fairplay are, are kind of boys now if that's okay. uh something that is deemed appropriate.
0: Yeah, you should tell him that you'll host the next watch party at your townhouse. Maybe. Maybe so. All right. Um, well, it looks like we're running out of time. Just got to say this one thing first. Tighten up. Four and two, baby. Four-game four, four game winning streak. Four in very a row. Very exciting. Uh, very not exciting how they're winning these games. Kind of scary. Don't believe that they're actually going to like do very well in the playoffs. But this is fun. Let's make the playoffs. Let's win the division. We run this out. Right?
1: So, I mean, I feel like this is like the prime week for us to lose, though. One hundred percent. We we just beat the Colts to sweep them this season. Uh, other than like a, a, a potential like Jags run, that I like, if we fell off and the Jags went on a run, it's plausible that the Jags could catch us in the division. Um, but other than that, we're feeling great about the division. We've got the Texans this week, and then the next week we play the Chiefs on Sunday night so in my mind this is like prime time for us to just completely just lay an egg on sunday we're in a three we're in we're in a three o'clock kickoff against the texans it doesn't make sense it's gonna be a weird game titans texans games are always weird so i don't know what's gonna happen with that seems like a great opportunity for us to you know ryan Tannehill. He's probably not going to really practice this week. If we throw Malik Willis out there, it, all bets are off. If we throw Logan Woodside out there, all bets are off. So we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens, and we'll see what happens next week on Survivor. We will be right here to talk about it. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, this has been The Clingers Have Spoken. I've been Joel Klinger. That's Michael Klinger, And, uh, yeah, we spoke.
1: See ya.